We're now joined by Craig with Toys in Ford, and he is here to tell us a little bit more about this hometown dealership. They have that brand spanking new building in Chippewa Falls, but Craig, this is far from a new business, right? Our family's been in the car business since 1952. My grandfather, Laverne, started the business. My father joined in 1973 and, and recently retired. My brother Mike and I are now running the dealerships, and it's fun to see customers that come back and dealt with my grandfather years ago. My grandfather's been gone since 1998. He passed away, and it's fun to still hear his name come up and talk about what a great guy he was. And We take that legacy very seriously and, and enjoy the history that we have in our dealership. Thanks, Craig, and you can learn more yourself by visiting toysin4.net. Hello, everyone. Talk of the Town is up and running in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, USA. Hey, this is where the Chippewa Valley comes to talk. It's so excited to have you along with us for this edition of Talk of the Town, our early week edition, the third week of June. My goodness gracious, the third week of June, things sometimes slow down around this time and, and and again as we said before this feels much more like summer than say last year people have got activities people are going out and about people are going on vacations offices are closing down not because of uh, the pandemic but because people are out of the office all of that but that doesn't mean things don't happen in the summer there used to be a time where that was the case. Things did not happen, but things definitely do happen in the summer now. And I want to start off with, with this story. We, we got a few things to, 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 to get to today. But something that was a rather odd, head-scratching story from over the weekend, and it involves dogs, and everybody loves dogs. Now, I'm not the biggest dog guy in the world. I'm not a dog hater either. You know, haters going to hate I'm not a dog hater either, but controversy this weekend in, involving dogs, a mystery dog ordinance or something creating a controversy and a blow up on social media. Over the weekend on Saturday, the Eau Claire Express announced the cancellation of a new promotion that they have started this year for Sundays a dog day promotion. Every Sunday, they are allowing fans to bring their dogs to the ballpark. And they've got various rules for that. The various vaccinations need to be, have to have taken place for the dogs and leashes and all of that. Well, the Express on Saturday morning posted on social media that the Sunday promotion, the Dog Day promotion for every Sunday game has been canceled. And what they cited were there were new signs up over the ball around Carson Park saying no dogs allowed. And the Express had gotten word from the city that they were no longer allowed to have their Sunday promotion of allowing fans to bring dogs to the ballpark, which they have had individual nights in the past. This was the first year they were going to do it every Sunday. Now, it's not uncommon for city parks in Eau Claire to not allow dogs on fields. But for events that are specifically for dogs, then it tends to be fine. 
the no dogs rule, the essence of it is so people aren't just bringing their dogs uninvited somewhere for a number of reasons. And not the least of which is there are people who are scared of dogs. I learned that when I worked with the Express and we had our dog promotions and there were people that were that would buy a ticket, find out dogs were at the game and would leave fearful of dogs. That does exist. People are scared of dogs for any number of reasons. So the no dogs rule has a lot of layers to it why you see no dogs. And of course, uh, you don't want dogs running around on, on baseball fields or soccer fields because they are going to not just put little droppings out there, but they are going to dig up holes and somebody puts their foot in the hole. So there's reasons for no dogs that are that are numerous. But the Express found out that they couldn't have their promo anymore of allowing fans to bring dogs into the stands due to, as they said, there was some ordinance that was passed. However, no one knows what this ordinance is or was. There's nothing of public record of it. There was nothing announced by the city. The only closest thing you have had was the city posted on social media on Monday a reminder of where dog parks are and where you can take your dog. So it's kind of an odd thing, something very, very, very fishy that some signs went up around Carson Park, no dogs allowed. And there's been signs before, but some more signs went up and apparently the Express got told by the city, don't have your dog promo anymore on Sundays. Now, the odd thing is to make this even more odd and awkward and looking bad was then we learned late on Monday night, the Eau Claire Express send out a note that they now can have their Sunday promotion of dogs. So starting with the next Sunday home game for the Express, they will be allowed to have their fans bring dogs to the game. And you bring dogs and you sit with your dog while you watch the game. So yes, this probably is a huge misunderstanding. Somebody from the city overstepped their bounds on something. It didn't understand something. And somebody from the Express called up and didn't quite understand on their end what the thing was. And it all occurred on a weekend where most uh, decision makers are not available, even though they should be. But how the hell does this happen? City looks bad. The Express look bad. Everybody looks bad. Everybody gets fired up on social media. It's just a, it was an awkward thing there that just did not look good. Again, City doesn't look good. The Express don't look good. Who jumped the gun? Why, why is this all happening on a Saturday? Because you're not going to get answers over the weekend. It just did not look good. And if you, I think the Express still have it up on their Facebook page. If you want to see the vitriol from people when they first announced this, go to the, to the Express's Facebook page and go back to Saturday when they announced it. But it's an odd thing. There is no public record of it. I sent a couple of emails out, didn't hear anything from the city. I don't think there ever was some sort of mystery ordinance passed that wasn't going to allow the dogs at the games. I don't think that ever occurred. 
And I can't quite piece together how the heck this miscommunication could have occurred. But it happened. We move on. Uh, it's one of those controversies where nothing has really come out of it outside of kind of two black eyes, I guess. And the two black, and like black eyes, it will heal. It will be forgotten. Though for some people who already have distrust of, of the city, it's another thing that they'll store away for later. The investigation into the district attorney, Gary King, continues. That's not going away anytime soon. Governor Evers has appointed someone to look into what has been going on. The, 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 the steps are being followed to, I think we see where this is going to end at some point. Again, only Evers can remove King before there's an election. And there's not an election until 2024. So you're, you're not going to be able to run out the clock on this one. As I said a couple weeks ago, and this is another thing too, with our district attorney in our area, and this isn't a bad thing. There are some areas, places where I've lived, where the district attorney is a local celebrity, or at least very well known because there's a lot of high profile cases that usually the district attorney is not the one that is presiding over. The, the, they're not the ones that are the prosecutor in a lot of these, but they are in front of the microphone for press conferences and stuff like that. And we don't really have a lot of that in this area. And that's not a bad thing. There's a lot of people learning his name <laughs> in the last couple of weeks. But as I said a couple weeks ago, with all the accusations against him, and remember, there's, it's kind of coming from two ends. The, the sexual harassment claims and the drinking on the job claims. Even if he can prove he's innocent of, of most things and can, we, and can wiggle out of some other things, even if he can, because remember, he's not guilty until proven guilty. The fact is, he clearly didn't act in a leadership role, which you need to be in that position. He clearly did not, he clearly didn't do the job well. Remember, the, the, the employees with the one individual who is, is claiming sexual harassment on Gary King, they had a whole like strategy. The whole office had a whole strategy to, to shield her. Like the whole office was against it in this. That's not good. Again, making passes at an employee is not good. And I and I, and I don't even want to I don't want to make it sound like it was okay, you know, pre 2016, 2015, but especially after the Me Too movement to do what he was doing, and it was very awkward and gross how he was doing it. And go back and just look at the claims that were made. This isn't just him once walking by an employee and saying, hey, you look good in that dress. Yeah, sometimes you say that and that sparks some type of claim. And we can talk through that one. But this, this was not that. This was nothing that was innocent if the claims are accurate. But on top of that, this consistent drinking on the job that was very noticeable that had people reaching out to him wondering if he was okay. So this is going to get looked at by Evers' office. He's, appo he's appointed independent investigators. They're going to take a look at it, and we'll see how this all ends. But 
I, as somebody in the county, don't want to see him continue just because of the lack of being a leader in that role. We will find out, though, in, a, in due time. I know a lot of people, you know, when the, I know a lot of people wanted to have occurred yesterday, a removal, but you want to do, you want to take your time on these things and take your time to some extent. Again, you can't run out the clock. Hey, Country Fest is this weekend. And after, you know, as of two, three months ago, when we talked to Wade Asher on Banker with a Beer, you know, Perhaps, you know, they, you're thinking people, you know, vaccinations uh, would be necessary and masks wouldn't be required, but strongly encouraged and, and, and people, you'd see a lot of people with masks and maybe that. And I think as we, we get ready for Country Fest this weekend, no masks. I don't think you'll see a mask in that place outside of, I, I don't know if, I, I don't know if his staff is going to wear masks. I think that may be, they may wear it, but. No guest is going to wear a mask. And as far as proof, proof of vaccination, absolutely not. How many people go in there will be vaccinated? I don't know. I don't want to run. I don't even want to guess. But we'll have a big group of people in Kadat having a good time. And uh, this will be a good example of how, the, you know, how does the, do we have any sort of spread that comes out of this event? And if we don't have big spread that comes out of this event, and there's been some other major events that have had people in close quarters in other parts of the country that have not had huge spread. If we have another event like this that doesn't have huge spread, because you know everybody there is not vaccinated, then I think that's another positive sign. I'm interested to see what the attendance is going to be. Your thought is pent up demand, Everybody's waiting outside. You open up the doors and it's like a Black Friday rush in the mid-80s for a Cabbage Patch doll. The reality is, around the country, the crowds, in many cases, have not filled the seats. Even as events and venues have gone to 100% capacity, no restrictions, nothing at all, the crowds have kind of lagged behind filling those seats as they become available. And I'm a little, I'll be honest, I'm very surprised by that. I think some promoters are surprised by that because of how excited and how much we all missed it last year. Now, I don't think this means that ball games and concerts and all that are never going to fill the fill their venues again. I don't think that's the case. No, I don't think people have. You know, you're seeing the slow death of sports and even live entertainment. No, I don't think that's the case. I don't think there's any promoter that thinks that. I think what we are seeing is when you go to a venue, and I was I was just at a venue a couple weeks ago, down in down in Missouri that it went to 100% capacity for the first time. They thought we're gonna have a hundred percent of the of the stands filled, and it was maybe a quarter, maybe a quarter full. I still I think there's still some apprehension from people to go to a major event, 
and not some really soft liberal doing something. No, I don't think that's the case. I think it's just some apprehension of people that go, hey, I'm vaccinated and I've gone out places and I'm not wearing my mask, but I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if it's, I don't, I don't know if it's the perfect time yet. And I think some other people feel a little guilty. And that's an odd term to say, but I think they feel guilty. You know, is it right to go yet? And even though you've heard the all clear, you pretty much have gotten the all clear from a lot of places, they still sit and they go, uh, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if I want to even be in a big crowd, not even for my safety, just because, hey, I'm kind of kind of like the idea of my space in the last year. And I also think there are some people who are watching pennies. They're watching their pennies. And it's not just, oh, they have to watch their pennies. I think some people last year didn't spend a lot of money. And they saw their savings account raise up. They saw their portfolios raise. And they're going, hey, this is kind of nice. And I got, I, I got through not spending a lot of money. And maybe they're saving up on something very lavish. Because you are seeing people go on vacations. And people buy more toys, if you will. Again, I'm, I'm interested to see what the Country Fest attendance is. Unlike ball games, you don't get an actual attendance report. We'll get something spit out to us from Country Fest over the weekend. Uh, that'll be written in a, in a PR style. So whatever they report, they're going to say it was what they were expecting and what they were hoping for. But it'll be interesting to see, especially boots on the ground there, uh, is it full? Is it as full as it usually is? Uh, I'm not saying it has to be record-breaking attendance at Country Fest, but how full is it? Is it an average crowd? An average year? Is it a smaller year? We we shall we shall see. Uh, if you're saying Scott, what are you hoping to hear? I'm not hoping to hear anything. I'm 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 I, I'm just curious because I think that just because again we've opened things. And no restrictions. Society, this is one of those things that I wasn't I wasn't thinking was going to happen, is a little slower than we think to catch up to, hey, you can go and do these, you can go and do these things. Just, a, just something to keep in mind. And you know what? Here, here's a, I'll, I'll give you this, though. If, if the story comes out this weekend that attendance was a little was a little sparser than usual at Country Fest. There's nobody to get mad about at that. Oh, people don't want to go out. You know, they're they're still fit. No, I think people. I think live events, concerts, sporting events, all that are going to be doing very well uh, post pandemic. Post pandemic. But I think the 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 rush for that is maybe a little bit more muted than we thought it was going to to be. And I think you're going to see it increase steadily over time. Uh, speaking of the pandemic, uh, a juicy story in the Leader Telegram this weekend uh, about that Mayo Clinic physician. Um, Mayo Clinic physician has been terminated. Why? He wrote a book, did a publicity tour of said book, by the way, the Leader Telegram wrote a big story of it. He wrote a book and went out very publicly to promote it. And in the book, he gives praise, 
but some criticism of the Mayo Clinic system's handling of uh, COVID-19. Mayo is his employer. So he wrote a book about his experiences as a physician on the front lines, wrote it, by the way, and got it published in the spring. So pandemic wasn't even, you know, if we think it's over now, back in April, we just had a lot of high optimism. But he went out, wrote a book, got it published about his experiences as a doctor on the front lines of COVID and gave praise, but also some criticism of Mayo and he, he brought in some national politics as well, but but the focus is the criticism of Mayo. And now he is shocked that he has been let go from his job. He'd been there for many years, and he is shocked he was let go. I think what his argument is is that he thought, well, maybe I'll get reprimanded a little bit, because but I've been here for so long, so they're not going to just totally terminate me, are they? Well, he shot his shot, and they bounced back in his face. Yes, free speech. He 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 can. And people say, "Well, free speech," and they're 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 denying him his free speech. Mayo. They're shutting him down, closing him you know, closing him up, canceling him, if you will, because they're not happy with some of the things he said about them. That's not how free speech works, folks. Welcome to reality. An individual business can can kind of control what your message is especially about them. Mayo may very well say, looking at his book and his criticism, yeah, some of his criticisms are very valid. They look at those criticisms and go, eh, he's right, we got to clean this thing up, this, that, we didn't do this right. Everybody's going to be looking back in the last year and say, what could we have done better or worse? But this guy is supposed to be on our team. He, 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 he's on the Mayo team. We are a team. And airing dirty laundry in public is not being a member of a team. And the fact it was for profit is even worse and shows you are selfish. If he'd gone out on social media and spouted off something uh, on a video or something like that, that would have been bad. That would have been bad. And that too may very well be grounds for termination. In fact, that sort of thing sometimes is now written into contracts. But the fact that he wrote it in a book that he was selling, that he's making profit off of, that 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 shows he's selfish. So gone. All right, I I I I I side with Mayo on this one. And and it seems like the guy is quite you know contrite in what he he's he's I think he feels bad about what he did. I don't think he thought he was going to get terminated. I think he didn't quite read the room, if you will, in what he did. And, yeah, it's sad. It's unfortunate. It's all those sort of things. They, the guy's going to lose his job. Now, he's still on, I guess, the payroll through September. But I think that this serves as a reminder to a lot of people out there, especially as more people have a voice with social media. If you work for a company, if you work for anybody, you're always representing that company. You always are. And you're always on that team. 
And it's one thing to go out to the bar after work with a bunch of buddies and everybody is is complaining about this at the office or that at the office and that sort of thing. That's fine. That's that's kind of accepted. That's good. Because everybody in a team, in a family, complains within their own circle, if you will. But to go out and complain about what was done, that's that's not how things are, are done there. And And reading the article, by the way, it's not as though he went and was constantly... Uh, speaking to supervise, you know, he, you know, he he'd bring some things up to supervisors, but it's not as though he was he was rallying against the wrong practices for for multiple years. And this is the no. It, what what he did was he was only thinking about himself. Wrote this book, gave praise. A lot of the praise though was probably meant to just sort of cushion the criticism. And he thought he'd publish this book, and Voila, you know, Mayo may slap him on the on the wrist, or may you know, maybe actually this would be how some things would change. The book, by the way, I, I, if I read this correctly, I don't think he he's identified in the book, but he went out and he, because the way the article makes it sound like Mayo Clinic found out about the book when he started doing his publicity tour. That's the interesting thing. Like Mayo didn't know that this book was his. They couldn't finger him on it until he started to come on and say, "Yep, that was me," which he wasn't pressured into doing. That's that's an, he would have eventually, you know, eventually they would have found out anyway. Uh, hey, congratulations to the Memorial baseball team. They are headed to state. Memorial and North uh, solid high school baseball in uh, in Eau Claire on another team going to state. So Memorial Baseball going to state. Uh, congratulations to them and uh, best of luck as uh, they will play on here in the next uh, couple of weeks. Uh, coming up uh, later on this week, uh, we will have, we'll have other things. There's, there's city council going on this week. We'll see if any decisions are made. Uh, but there's talk about a levy project. That's come out. We got to talk about that. Uh, the skaters are back. The, 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 the skateboarders are back. Uh, they want more money. Uh, we'll talk about that and we'll see what else pops up. But until then, uh, on behalf of everyone who made this podcast possible, I'm Scott Montesano saying there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. Make sure to take advantage of it. And until next time, so long, everybody.